welcome to this new episode of the Digital Nomad Mom podcast. This show is all about the digital nomad lifestyle coupled with family topics. If you're new to this channel, then let me tell you, this is all about the lifestyle optimization strategies for good measures. Follow these tips and tactics to design a life with more freedom, excitement, and greater joy. Today, I am joined by Marta Nieset. She's the founder and director at Nicaragua Immersion Mom and Kid Travels. And I'm very curious because um, Marta, she's actually in the UK right now. Uh, we're still having COVID all around us and um, she is running a travel agency. So I'm very curious, first of all, about her story, of course. She will tell us all about her her um, life as a working digital nomad mom and also how the situation is in the travel industry. So first of all, welcome to the show, Marta. Thanks for taking your time and um, yeah, great having you. Thank you. Thanks for inviting me. Sure, absolutely. So maybe uh, if people are tuning in and don't know you, Give us a brief summary of who you are and why you're here on the show today. Great, I'll be glad to. Um, so my name is Martha Nieset. I'm originally from uh, Fremont, Ohio in the US. And um, I mean, really about just over five years ago, um, I was working in the higher education field, um, spending a lot of time at my desk. I had. Um, for years to work through like all the steps in education and and you know thought that once I finished like a master's degree I'd arrived and figured it all out um, but there I was sitting at my desk every day pouring over numbers and it just wasn't me um, I was really just there was so much more that I wanted to be doing in life and um, at the at the heart of like figuring that out was really I wanted to travel. I want to learn about other places, about other cultures. And, and so I was like at this kind of turning point, um, trying to figure out how do I live that life? How do I, how do I do that? Um, I had a house, I had a son, I was a single parent. Um, and I was just in a really stable job. So, um, that was a big turning point for me. Um, and I don't know, maybe the rest is, is my story, I guess. Um, but yeah, so I, I basically um, figured out I could go and live in Nicaragua, um, did some research online from um, other people who had done that and um, went for six months. And uh, actually I left my job, um, had enough saved that we could, we could do that. I kind of turned it into a, a sabbatical, as people sometimes call it, um, where I just focused on, on shifting my paradigm, my life, you know, my life. And um, I studied Spanish, put my son in a school, and, um, and just started talking about what it was I really wanted to be doing in life. Um, and um, I actually told my Spanish teacher one day, I said, um, I said, I, you know, I work with computers all day and it's just really not what I want to be doing. I really want to work with, you know, maybe students in university or just helping people travel, learning about other cultures and ways of living. And, um, and she said, 
oh, you should meet my friend Carrie. And then she connected me with this, this friend of hers. And um, I started interning with her project in Nicaragua. And, and then just was working with these university students who were engaging in the community and, you know, whether they were physical therapy students or um, medical students or dentistry students or social workers and just, um, you know, learning what it was, you know, how to lead them through these projects and engage in the community. And it was at that time that, that I just had connected with a coach that I was working with and figured out, hey, I could do this for people like me who want to travel, who want to who experience um, a more cultural approach to travel and really engaging in a community. Because in my experience, that was the way that I really um, came to, to love Nicaragua and, and get to know people by getting to know people in the community and learning about the amazing, beautiful traditions and, and just, um, you know, phrases and things that, that Nicaraguans say that nobody else says, you know, there's just, um, it was just a, such a rich culture. And, and so that was, that was what started me down the path to develop a, um, a travel agency specifically on Nicaragua. Wow. It's a, it's, when I hear your story, it's so cool. And again, it proves that once you step out of your comfort zone and you take up on the you know challenges that sometimes life puts in your way, or if you listen to your inner voice and say, no, this is not enough for me, then another door opens, another door opens, and you suddenly stumble upon all those opportunities. It's so great. This is what life is all about, you know? You could be still sitting in your office thinking, oh, I wish I, I could do something else, like many of us do. But then those who take the risk and they say, okay, now I really want to change something, they will be rewarded. So awesome story. Very inspiring. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what you said, like... Um I didn't know what I would do of course, three, no. four or five years after that. It's just new, like you said, doors open, new things, connections were made. And I just took that one step after the other towards what it was I wanted really inside. Nice. So, and what happened after six months? You decided to go back to the U.S. or what happens then? Yeah, after six months, that, that's when I went back to the U.S. Um, I was working with a coach, and I really just focused on um, how, you know, all the basics around starting your own business, how to incorporate a business, how to market a business, how to, you know, building websites and social media and, you know, just all the things that it takes um, to, to, to build a, an audience and reach those people who want to do a trip like that so um, that's where I focused my energy I was working a little bit in the well back in the higher education field back in Ohio um, yeah and then actually um, so maybe a year and a half later then <clears throat> I had launched the, the travel agency and was promoting it and we went back to Nicaragua for another five months five months and had my first clients um, that came on trips some other moms who wanted to travel. Um, yeah. Cool. And now I think this is uh, one of the interesting parts for people who are listening. Uh, you said your son was with, with you all, um, 
all over this stage and phase in, in your life. Um, how old was he back then? And how did you do that with school? And, you know, maybe his, his opinion on, on things. Maybe let's tap yeah. on a little bit. Right. Yeah. Um, we, the first time that we went, it was really interesting. I think uh, like all the different responses people would give, but one friend said, Oh, that's really awesome. What you're doing. That's, that's a big deal. It's even a bigger deal with children, you know, like, <laughs> like she was just, I think, shocked and in awe that I was taking my kid to Central America. But, um, but yeah, you, you definitely feel that. And I, I used to tra I travel to Nicaragua years ago by myself, but with my son, it was a totally different ball game. So I really focused on where would he, um, you know, where would he feel comfortable enough? Um, and so I found a school that was bilingual and it was in the town of Granada in Nicaragua. And um, I just thought it would be a good fit for him to get started learning Spanish. He would still have some English that he could, you know, connect with kids with. And, and then, yeah, so that's where he went. Um, he went to bilingual schools both time we were in Nicaragua. Um, honestly, it was, that was a big transition year. And we learned a lot about ourselves and how we like to travel and what kind of what needs we have when we travel. And, uh, Yeah, like he was second grade, um, and then the next time fourth grade uh, okay. when we when we went to Nicaragua. Cool. And uh, so, and school back home, they just gave you a letter of. Uh, I mean, you you were able to take him out of school for that amount of time, or how did you do that? Um, so how it works in the states is, um, or at least in Ohio, I should say, because it's state based. Mm -hmm. um, that you could homeschool your child. Um, you basically submit a letter to the local um, school district, letting them know that you are homeschooling, what your plan is with, with the child. Um, and then each year they can either do state testing or meet with the teacher to kind of confirm that they're ready to move to the next level. So that's how it works for Ohio. So really that's what I did. I, I homeschooled him. And then we just went to Nicaragua so that I had some freedom about when he was in school and started and all of that stuff. Okay, cool. And so then the stage of uh, launching your business and uh, really being, well, first of all, you moved to a different country, you launched your new online business, uh, you as a single mom, and taking your kid along so you had many balls in the air and uh probably i mean your spanish was okay i'm sure it wasn't uh the best but you had probably a lot of challenges the, during those first initial stages or no mm -hmm. i imagine yeah 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 um i mean my focus was on learning spanish while i was there both times and and just an immersive immersive way you know like to me i was like well that's how i'm really going to pick it up and um so focusing and having a teacher was really important for me um and, and then i was just we had local friends and so we you know the english is not super common in nicaragua like everybody speaks spanish so um you really have to to use the use spanish and so i did And I got better, you know, it's just like a little better each time. Right. And then I left and then we came back and then it, it got a little better again, you know, like, um, 
you know, everybody's always like, oh, are you fluent? I'm like, no, I'm not fluent, but I can usually have a conversation. I can understand what's going on and, you know, I can talk to people. So that's what matters. So this is, um, now we're talking, this was three years ago then, right? Uh, and now let's fast forward to 2019-2020. COVID hit and you were, at that time, did you stay in, in Nicaragua or where, where did you stay? Um, so each time we were in Nicaragua, um, five years ago, three years ago, was like for five months and then we would come back to the States. Mm -hmm. um, we actually uh, did two years um, in Ohio after that. Um, my son just wanted to be in regular school, as he called it. And, you know, I, I respected the fact that, that he knew he wanted to do that. Um, we shared a, a house in, um, in Ohio with another single mom and just had a great experience. He got to be in school. And it was really the second year there that, that I started to branch out again and, and do some shorter trips where I would just take him out of school for two weeks or um, unenroll him for school from school for a month. And we started going to Mexico. Um, yeah, so we spent time in, in San Miguel de Allende. Um, later, we went to the Yucatan and spent a month. Um, and then I was sort of, that was kind of the end of those two years and um, was, was ready for us to go full time as, as nomads. And I really wanted to then spend two years um, traveling and world schooling. Um, uh, not sure if your, your folks are, are familiar with the term, but families who homeschool and travel around the world and to see the world as part of the education of their child. So that was in my mind. And so, you know, as a mom and, and just one kid, like we negotiate all the time. And so that was what we did next was um, actually had sold my house in Ohio and we really just left everything, you know, like put things into storage um, and then left um, July, I think 2019 um, to go to Asia for about four months. Okay. And um, that was, that was a, another completely new experience. We really um, had shifted um, our travel style to, um, and, and had met enough other families who were doing what we did. Um, so there were their kids that, that my son could connect with and friends that I had who also were no bads. Um, world schooling families. And so we met up with a lot of them in Asia and various places, as well as traveled on our own. Um, so we had just had learned over the periods of going to Nicaragua on our own that we really missed um, community when we were living in another country um, on our own. We just missed having, you know, somebody to sit down and have coffee with in your own language or my son to be able to play with in, in his own language. You know, like he plays with all kinds of kids, but but there's a certain, you know, like you need to be able to communicate a little bit to, to really connect in. And that was important for both of us. So we did meet up with different families um, who were doing the digital nomad world school lifestyle throughout Asia. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Uh, that's interesting that you say that uh, because it's, well, it's actually not the first time that I get that feedback when I talk to people that uh, community is such a, an important or it's actually priority for parents who 
go around uh, places with their children because of course you can uh, enjoy traveling for for a while but then uh, yeah we are social creatures so feeling connected with other like-minded human beings is a, such an important factor and um, makes this lifestyle enjoyable or or even or not because some people say oh it's not for me and i go back to normal because i have my friends and family around and some people they they get it and they um yeah they simply find other people's out there who, who do the same thing and then become friends and can enjoy the fact that they are outside of their country and still feel at home you know so um yeah very interesting and um, maybe for someone who, who doesn't know, how do you find your communities when you go to a new place? Uh, do you maybe use Facebook groups or what's your what's your go go to page? Yeah, um, yeah. For the last probably four or five years, we've been part of um, several world schooling family Facebook pages um, and groups. Um, yeah, there's I mean there's a lot out there. Um, family adventure summit yeah so there's kind of there's been in the past some different sort of summits or retreats or gatherings of families who do this kind of stuff to kind of either help families um, who are new to to it to to kind of figure out their steps um, and to learn from each other um, and so we went to a few of those one of those in Mexico a couple of those in different places in Mexico um, one in Bali in Indonesia. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that that was just like a wonderful place to build friendships and relationships with other families. And it's kind of really great through the Facebook group, you can kind of stay in touch with people and meet up with them in different locations. And, you know, the, the families who your kid really clicks with, like, becomes, you know, just become your good friends. And, and so we've seen we met friends in Mexico that we met up with in Asia and went to Thailand with, and, and now we've seen them again this year in Mexico. So, um, yeah, these just like connections that happen all over. It's really great. Yeah. And the, the world suddenly becomes a lot smaller than, than you thought before. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, maybe one last question. Uh, question before we wrap up um if if you had one or two tips for someone or a family who wanted to start out with the digital nomad lifestyle especially with kids maybe from your son's age back then what would be your best advice to them um i would say go while they're young <laughs> uh, because the older they get they the more connected I think they are in their home community. Um, uh, and then I would say, I mean, I probably wish that we connected into other traveling families earlier um, because that kind of just really built my son's love for travel and, and his friendships that he could still have those when we went traveling. Because um, for some kids it gets lonely, especially if you're an only child or, you know, like, if you're going for a month or two months somewhere, that's a long time, you know, for a kid. Um, so maybe just start, start early. Um, and then I think I, the thing I always say is just take a step forward towards what you want to do. Um, it doesn't have to be, we're selling everything and, 
you know, moving to Asia. It doesn't have to be where, you know, um, it can be, I'm going to go to this place for a month and, you know, figure out how you could do it with, with what your life is like now, mm-hmm. right now. Like a lot of people are already working online. What if you rented your house out on Airbnb for a month and you went to, you know, to Thailand or mm-hmm. you went to Mexico? Um, you can do it incrementally and get your feet wet. And I mean, that's what I did. I mean, it was a big jump to go somewhere for five months and I quit my job, like, and just trusted that the next thing was going to come up for me. Um, But you don't have to go that route. There are a lot of different routes. You could, if you're a teacher, go somewhere for a month or two in the summer, you know, like um, I know moms who travel while dad stays back and works and they might do a couple weeks or a month and then they come back. Um, I just know so many people who are doing it in different ways um, and they're all part of this community. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I mean, even I know families who do it staying at home and they might take trips once in a while, but they really use the world as part of their education and they might invite other families who are travelers to come stay with them mm-hmm. and their kids learn from each other that way. So. There's just, there's as many different ways to do this as there are families doing it. And so I just say, figure out what would work for you and give it a shot. Mm. Give it a shot. Absolutely. Yeah, that's cool. I, um, that's also one of my, um, focus in, I'm currently, uh, developing an online course for aspiring digital nomad families. And, uh, one big part is this, um, yeah well first of all the mindset part that you shouldn't be afraid of all the upcoming challenges and the changes that you're facing and also then um, a big question is always that I hear and get from people especially from those who come to me um, and seek coaching advice they always say what about education how do I do that and there are so many solutions out there you know and so many people are already living it and it's not theory anymore uh, or future projections so yeah once you like you said once you get your feet wet it's hard to dry them off again I mean um, yeah <laughs> it's, it's really something you have to be aware of be, be careful you might not want to go back to your old life um, yeah I've been doing it for now But you can it's always <laughs> waiting for you I've also heard you it's yeah, always it's waiting fun. for if you do want to go back <laughs> That's very true. You can leave again. <laughs> yeah, also true. I mean, yeah, you are the author of your book, so um, who cares how you do your story? I mean, it's all up to you. <laughs> cool, Martha. Thank you so much. This is a very inspiring um, story that you shared with us. I hope people find it also interesting, and um, yeah, it helps them to get out of their comfort zone. And if they want to get in touch with you, where can they reach you best? Where should they reach you? Um, yeah, you can find me, Martha Nisit, um, uh, on Facebook, M-A-R-T-H-A-N-I-E-S-E-T. I'm always happy to connect with people. Um, but also, um, momandkidtravels.com is our travel website. And you can reach me through the site as well and learn about um, upcoming trips that we have um yeah wish everybody well and and thank you for for having me to to share my story 
No, absolutely. It was great fun. And I make sure to link to all the, uh, the sites that you just mentioned so that you can reach out to Martha. And um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it. And we will be up soon with the next episode. So stay tuned. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so. Martha and everyone who's listening, I wish you have a wonderful day ahead. I know it's morning for you. It's evening for me. So wherever you are in the world, enjoy the rest of the day that's left for you. And uh, yeah, I see and hear you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye.